from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I'd be sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. be the first time I will. I'll get that corrected. TJ will be with us this morning. TJ Pittenger at the top of our number two. That's every Thursday. And this was a request. Actually, Jeff, too. Request from him. And Catch will be with us later in our three. That is the lay of the land today on the show. Jeff Catchum. From Orange Bloods, about 20 minutes into hour number three on this Thursday edition. Happy Thursday. Yes, I'll be taping Kevin Hagan today. Yes, we have a lot to talk about. That'll be for Friday, almost Evie Friday, Kevin, Brad. That's Friday, though. We're on Thursday's show. We've got to concentrate on this real estate first. 615 844 on Twitter, at Bill is King. And you can email the show, BillIsKing7 at gmail.com. Jalen Carter, is that where we're going to begin today? There's a lot I want to get to. But Jalen Carter, might as well go there. Jalen Carter, top prospect. In this coming draft, the Combine up in Indianapolis, there have been a lot of rumors out there. The Athens-Clark County, that's Athens, GA, Clark County, Georgia Police Department issued an arrest warrant for Jalen Carter. They allege he was racing his 2021 Jeep Trackhawk against the 2021 Ford Expedition driven by a recruiting staffer, 24-year-old Chandler LaCroix, which led to the January 15th wreck. Devin Willock, who was the offensive lineman for the Bulldogs, and LaCroix were killed in what police initially reported as a single vehicle accident. 
Carter was booked for reckless driving and racing on highways slash streets at 11.33 Eastern Time Wednesday night, last night, and released just a couple of minutes later at 11.49 after posting a $4,000 bond, according to online records. Reckless driving and racing are both misdemeanors. Carter had been slated to speak with reporters Wednesday at the scouting combine in Indy, but a league spokesperson later told reporters Carter would not be speaking because he and five other players were all conducting physicals. In a statement posted on social media on his Twitter, Carter said he intended to return to Athens to answer the misdemeanor charges against him and to make certain that the complete and accurate truth is presented. He also released a statement saying that he expects to be fully exonerated. Details of the investigation released Wednesday cited evidence that Carter and LaCroix were operating their vehicles in a manner consistent with racing shortly before the crash. The evidence demonstrated that both vehicles switched lanes between lanes, drove in the center turn lane, drove in the opposite lanes of travel, overtook other motorists, and drove at a high rate of speed in an apparent attempt to outdistance each other. Police have determined that alcohol impairment, racing, reckless driving, and speed were significant contributors to the crash. Toxicology report indicated LaCroix's blood alcohol was .197, more than twice the legal limit at the time of the crash. The SUV driven by LaCroix was traveling about 104 miles an hour shortly before the crash. According to documents and recordings of 911 calls reviewed by the Journal-Constitution, the AJC, at least two vehicles were driven by Georgia football players that had been on the scene, including the Jeep driven by Carter, who left the scene before the police or emergency personnel arrived. Carter returned to the scene less than two hours later, according to the paper, which reported he was asked by police whether he'd been racing when the vehicle that crashed, or with the vehicle that crashed. Documents show that Carter first told police that he heard the crash from a nearby apartment, then later told officers that he was driving behind and beside the SUV driven by LaCroix. Also obtained surveillance videos from multiple downtown locations in Athens taken the night of the crash. The footage, which also has been reviewed by police, shows these vehicles leaving the area at the same time Carter's Jeep, LaCroix's Ford, and a 19 Dodge Charger driven by Bulldogs linebacker Jamon Dumas Johnson. Now, we could go on and on and on. I, I don't know what you want me to say here. Um, obviously, this is disappointing. Two people lost their lives. 
Now, I saw on all the – you know those ESPN shows where they have people debating, which are incredibly boring. It's just filler stuff during the day. It's brutal. I had some of that on yesterday, and they had some people on about the draft. I don't think this hurts him in the draft. Now, again, you can criticize what went down there. I'm not trying to exonerate him or or say it's all okay. NFL doesn't care about that stuff. This is a dominant defensive lineman, probably the best overall prospect in the draft. And I keep seeing these guys talking about like the NFL care. NFL doesn't care about that. Care about whether or not he can make plays for them. Be a three-technique defensive lineman. I don't I don't buy all of that. That the NFL would somehow care about that. They're they, they don't they don't give a rip about that stuff, frankly. But sad and disappointing news there. And there have been rumors about that for a while, and uh, I really hadn't touched on it here on the show just because I didn't really know. I I think everybody had heard rumors that maybe Jalen Carter was somehow more involved than the original story, maybe involved in the racing aspect of it, the danger aspect of it. Now, it did say in the article that alcohol is not expected to be or was not expected to be an issue with Carter like it was with LaCroix. It did say that also in the article. But the racing aspect, the recklessness aspect of it is very disappointing. And, again, a recruiting staff member, LaCroix, and a ball player, offensive lineman, both lost their lives in this thing. So that part is incredibly tragic. That part is sad and tragic and uh, if you're Kirby Smart, and Kirby Smart did release a statement, but those are things that, man, when you're a head coach, some, some bad news comes across your desk, whether you're winning natties or not. And you have to be ready for those moments, too. And you never know what's coming at you. When you have 100, you got 85 scholarship players, you got another X number, 20, whatever, 30 that are walk-ons. No telling what's going to come across your desk. It is the non-playing portion of the season, which coincides with knucklehead season, which means some bad news is going to come at you. That's just a sad reality of what's going on there. But nonetheless, that story hit. Wayman, yesterday morning, right after the show, I get a call, and I missed it. Wayman down there in Georgia had called me and said, Bill, got some news. Got some news. He lives down there. He lives down there in Franklin, Georgia. A lot of you have met Wayman. Some of you have met Wayman. A lot of you know him. And uh, he was contacting me, and I I didn't get back to him until yesterday afternoon, and that story was everywhere by then. The story was all over the place. It was all over Twitter. It was all over the news, uh, ESPN, all the screaming shows. They were talking about it. It was it was everywhere. It was it was very prevalent on Wednesday. CJ coming up top of our 
two. That's TJ Pittenger. And then a little bit later on the show, we will have catch. Jeff Ketchum, Orange Bloods, always a thing in Texas, right? There's always something going on. Now, I don't know if there's any new drama there. Actually, the, the newest good news, which isn't new news, but Texas and Oklahoma coming a year early, that's good news. Yeah, that's good news. And they do have Arch Manning there preparing for spring practice. That will be interesting. Quinn Ewers is still there. That makes it interesting. Sork in year three coming up. They had to fire their basketball coach, Chris Beard. There's talk that Ole Miss is flirting with him. We'll talk to Ole Miss Evie tomorrow and get an update there on that one. Uh, there's always some action in, in, in that huge state of Texas, not just Big D. There's also a big H in that state, too, Houston. Lots of big stuff in that state. We'll take the break. First break here. Oh, my boy Bruce mounted down. Did you see the Patton I sent you an audio clip? Let me know when we come back that you have it. You don't have to edit it. I thought maybe you would, but... Bruce was really mad last night. My boy. All right, first break. Omni National Hotel. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Brad Fowler, Century 21 Right Realty, is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. Brad Fowler, Century 21 Right Realty, is our area's premier and most trusted real estate professional, backed by years of experience. So if you're buying, selling, moving, or improving, give the pros a call today at 615-519-3339. Brad Fowler, Century 21 Right Realty, a professional who cares. Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No, that was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. 
And now, some big news from WINN. The new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet, you could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's a Bill King Show. In Little League football, they play it off. You can't do it in college football, Bill. You got to come up with a bunch of computers and some BCS cockamamie scheme. My answer was yes. It's unique. Absolutely love it. I go into my garage every day and make sure there are no dust particles on those BCS computers. I do that. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The old BCS computer runs on diesel fuel and dreams. We know this because it lives in Bill King's garage. Bill King Show, brought to you by the palatial, lovely, um, Nashville Hotel. All right, my boy Bruce, we've got the audio clip. Let me just set it up. Game in Tuscaloosa, Alabama-Auburn. Alabama is the number two ranked team in America, potential Final Four team for sure. They're every bit that good. There's the controversy about Brandon Miller. That still lingers some. But the basketball game, let's get on the court. Really good game. Auburn looked to be controlling that game, had double-digit leads, I believe as much as 17 points. I had on that game, and I had the Kentucky-Vanderbilt game on at the same time. And Vandy went in there and upset him in Rupp Arena. But anyways, that's, that's not the topic right now. Alabama starts chipping away, chipping away, chipping away, gets to overtime, Alabama wins. Auburn has three of their starters foul out. And Bruce, in the post game, melted down. Now he was calm, then he melts down, then he's calm, and then at the end he melts down again and he just walks off. Now you can't see it, but you can hear it. At the end he screams something and he just gets up from the interview and storms off. This is my boy. Now remember, too many weenies at the at the cookout on a Saturday. It's my boy right here. Take a listen after the game. Club played its heart out tonight, Bruce. Yep, we played well. We played hard. We should have won the game. Um, very, very disappointing. Um, you know, obviously they made some made some plays. We had a hard time staying in front of them at the end of the day. Um, I'm just sick and tired of our guys getting smashed down there. Smashed! Talk about the, the, the final possession in, in regulation, Coach. Message to your ball club after this one, Bruce. Just we played hard. It played well. You know, if, if that's the number one team in the country, 
you know, come on the road, hostile environment. Yeah, but we needed that one to get the NCAA, and we and we didn't get it. Dylan Cardwell's hurt. He's probably not going to play against um, Tennessee because of his injury. We need his physicality. He got he got fouled down there at the uh, in, in, at the end of the game. So, coach, just talk about what what Saturday represents now. Oh, just we'll get ready to play Tennessee. We were, we were incredibly outmanned at the end. At three, four guys on the bench in foul trouble. Joke! Joke. Oh, oh. It sounds like, hey, Patton, it sounds like they're at the end. Can you can you just click that last five seconds? It sounds like he, like, pushed the microphone or something. Out I think of the he way. threw his headset down. Oh, is that what that was? Okay. Can you Can you give us the last six, seven seconds? There, Patton? Yeah. Yeah, find that and, and just hit it whenever you want to hit it. Joke! <laughs> that's that's my boy right there now. That's that's my guy. <laughs> uh, two of his starters fouled out regulation. Then he lost the third in overtime. Fighting off Alabama. <laughs> Bruce is high strong anyways, right? I don't know if anybody sheds more calories during a game than Bruce. I don't know how Bruce has a voice. At once the basketball season even gets going, the games, etc. As much as he's out there talking and, and barking out plays and strategies, schemes, what have you, he holds up, man. That's that's my boy right there. He was so ticked off. That was a heck of a game. Regardless of the outcome, if you're an Alabama fan, obviously the outcome was good. But it looked like Auburn had gone in there at least until Alabama. Alabama cut it to about five or something. I started worrying. All the momentum was with them. So I started worrying about Bruce. They had, at one point, I think a 17-point lead. Again, I had a couple games on at the time, so I was watching both. Josh up in lovely Pick Town, Ohio. Bill, what do you know about Ohio State perhaps rescinding their offer to Dylan Rayola? I saw that a couple days ago, and I don't remember who it was. It wasn't Jay Book or, or Biddle. Maybe, maybe they've been talking about it, but that's not where I saw it. But Apparently, according to a report, the top-ranked player in the class of 24 and also the top-ranked quarterback in the class of 24 out of Phoenix, Dominic Rayola's son, Dylan, decommitted in December from Ohio State. The report the other day said the Buckeyes actually initiated that. They rescinded their offer. It was thought after that to be a situation where Georgia was leading. Now after the Nebraska visit, of course that's 
where his dad played, and they just spent a big homecoming-type visit there in Lincoln. It looks like Nebraska could be the the leader for him. Now, again, he's not required to – he doesn't have to stick with the commitment. I mean, in this environment, people get critiqued. But the reason for the Buckeyes rescinding it, I'm not sure I know the reason for that. I don't know if it was because he wasn't sticking with the original commitment and they got tired of it, so they just said, we'll move on. We're, we're, we're well off at quarterback no matter what. We don't, have to do, we don't have to deal with this. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, could it have been an NIL thing? I, that one, Josh, I do not have a specific clear answer for you there. I bet you it comes up here. Somebody, somebody will give us some intel, but I, that's not something I looked into. I should have. Aliquippa Bob. Bill, tragic story about the Georgia player. Sadly reminds me of Texas Tech defensive lineman Gabe Rivera. Dominant rookie Steeler defensive tackle. Killed in a car wreck going 100 miles an hour on Babcock Boulevard in a 35-mile-an-hour zone in Pittsburgh. It's sad. Yeah, that was sad. I remember that. I remember that. That was very sad. Tom in Myrtle Beach. Bill, Vandy boys upset Jeff in the borough last night. Yes. Now, I was looking at that game. Vanderbilt's been playing very well. And Kentucky was favored. I'm just trying to think. Was favored by as much as about 11 and a half. I got it in game. I tried to get it at 12 and a half, plus 12 and a half. I got it at 10 and a half. Now, again, guys, when I, when I, this in game thing is so much more fun than betting before games for me. I very rarely, I mean, I, I, sometimes I don't bet once in a year. But this in-game thing has been fun. And, again, I bet so small, it's it's crumbs, right? It's just fun. And so I took Vandy plus the 10.5. They won outright. Yeah, they won that game outright. I did not think they would win that game outright. Kentucky's been playing well, too. But, yes, Stackhouse and the guys went in there and uh, – Took care of business in Rupp Arena. Topwater Assassin over in South Carolina. Tom's in Myrtle Beach. Topwater Assassin. Ever notice that every basketball coach sounds like they've been gargling with broken glass? You know who's really bad? Who loses his voice every year for the last 30 years, it seems like? My boy, Rick Stansberry. He had some health problems, Greg was telling me about, up there in Bowling Green. He's at Western Kentucky, and uh, but, boy, he loses his voice every year. It's bad. It's, it's bad. I, I, don't think, I don't think I could stand up there and bark every game like some of these guys do. And I'm not criticizing them at all. They're coaching. They're coaching hard. It's their demeanor. It's what they do. I just don't think I could do it. First of all, 
And you guys, it's been a, a long time. Do you, do any of you go back to when I would lose my voice on the show? I've, I've had a couple of shows where the top of the hour music bed's playing, and I don't warm up. Some of these guys, some dudes, they warm their voice up. I've never, I don't even know what you do there, right? So the first words I speak every day are usually when it's time for me to start talking at the end of the music bed, the intro bed to the show. And it's been a while, but do any of you go back with me far enough to remember where I've come on the air and it's barely audible because my voice is so crackly and so disturbed <laughs> that it, I, I've, I've literally, and, and again, this comes out of the blue because I don't know it. I haven't said a word yet, so I don't know it's going to be a problem. Music bed hits. And I have had, and not many times, a handful or less through the years, where I go to start talking on the show, and there's very little there. I have nothing. And what usually happens is as it warms, I guess as my voice warms up, for lack of a better description, it gets better. It never completely fixes that morning, but it gets better. I've had it like that a couple times. Some of you may remember, it's been a long, long time since that's happened. And usually it lasts a couple of days. I know that one time it lasted about a week. I kept doing the show every day, which probably wasn't smart to heal things, but I know no better. I, I've got to be here, right? Got to do the show. But I've had that happen. And uh, literally, I've, I've had it so bad. One time that when I came on there and tried to talk, I didn't know if we could do anything. I, Patton, I know that hadn't happened with you since since you've been here. But it's happened with Crazy Charlie. I remember being back in the uh, Space Needle days, that happening. Yeah, so I don't know that I could stand up like basketball coaches and just keep barking every night, night after night after night, like they do. That would be that would be incredible. I just don't think I could hold up. Yeah, back to the Dylan Rayola thing. I'm glad Josh brought that up. But I don't know if I don't know if there was a moment maybe Ohio State just got tired of messing with it. Said, look, we're we're quarterback hit quarterback ain't a problem around here. Hasn't been and isn't gonna be. And even though this is a very gifted player, if he's going to be wishy-washy about it, we're just going to move on. You think that's why Pantone got a little perturbed uh, about a month, two months ago when he said something about, you know what, we may just stop this national thing and start doing more regional recruiting. Do you think that was what set him off a little bit? Never even thought about that. Mark Pantone is a guy that, I've known for probably 15 years. He's the director of personnel, lack of a better description, for Ohio State. He's really good, really good. He is a Florida guy, University of Florida guy, and was there with Urban Meyer 
was that Florida there stayed with Muschamp and made it a year, and he said, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) Shortly thereafter, Meyer takes the job at Ohio State, and Pantone goes up there. And he's been there ever since, and he's been there after Urban Meyer uh, stepped down. He stayed on with Ryan Day, and he, he he loves it up there. Now, I don't know what he wants to do with the rest of his years. He's relatively young, but he absolutely uh, loves it, and obviously he's at a place like when he was at Florida before you can win national championships. You know how I met him? Have I told you this story? I'm talking – I'm doing the show one morning, and I get a DM from him. And he says, the year after Urban Meyer left Florida, when he stayed on there, was the most miserable year of my life. That's how he introduced himself. I didn't really know him. That's how I got to know him. That's how I met him. I, I don't remember the conversation. We were talking about something. Must jam not getting it done in Florida or something. I don't remember, but that was the message that introduced us. I went, wow. That's years. That's in the past. That's many years back. Statute of limitations. We're good, right? We're good. Let's get the break. TJ Top of the hour and then catch later. Hour number three. Omni National Hotel. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get A5 Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. I'm here at the Big Game Headquarters. Total Wine and More scoring huge savings on the perfect bourbon. Local craft beer. Forgetting something? Oh, yeah. Cabernet, seltzers, and so many low prices. Mm, Valentine's Day is right after. Whoa, new game plan. You got this. Total Wine can help you score the perfect bubbly, too. <sighs> Thank you. I would have been so... You sure would have. Your Big Game Headquarters. Love what you find always at the lowest price. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly. B21. Milk, eggs, 42 bucks. Ma'am, you okay? Need bucks? With Jackson Hewitt, don't wait weeks for the IRS to send your tax refund. Come in now for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee refund advance loan when you file your taxes. That's up to $3,500 today. Don't let high prices get you down. When every dollar matters, it matters who does your taxes. So get to Jackson Hewitt today. 
For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Woods Equipment Company would like to recognize and salute our veterans and local men and women in uniform. Let's remember them with our thoughts, prayers, and especially letters and packages from home. Our support will keep America strong. A strong, safe community starts with the concerns and involvement of its people. This important message was brought to you by Woods Equipment Company, located at 600 Davidson Street in Nashville. Give Woods Equipment Company a call at 615-256-5639. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. The Predators make the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. You think so? Yeah, I think they'll get it. Penn? Yeah, they'll make it and probably get bounced. I don't think they're going to. Yeah, oh, I don't think they're going to. Oh, pretty, they'll make it but lose I feel pretty that these well, people have. Go ahead there, rah-rah guy. Are they going to win the Stanley Cup, Greg? No, they're not. Okay. You know, so, okay. What, hey, what, what are we saying? Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Bill King doesn't need a countdown clock because he already knows when football season starts. All right, let me say this. We'll find out what Nebraska is all about when we start playing games like we do every year, when the playing portion begins again. But if they get Dylan Rayola, who is a legacy, so it wouldn't be a big surprise there. And they just were up there, I guess, over the weekend, had a real good time. He said, I've never experienced anything like that. They were chanting his name at the basketball game. He and his dad were there, his uncle Donovan. It was a really good time. Blown away. If Matt Rule, who's used to turning around things in college, did it at Temple, did it at Baylor, and Nebraska is a brand that has not brought much appeal for a long time now, for the better part of 20 years, that could be the start of something. Now, One player doesn't make it, but a quarterback, top-ranked player, those type players are not looking at Nebraska much at all. Haven't been. That would be a big signature W for Matt Rule in his quest to build this thing out. Regardless of the other things, it sounds like, and I read the same article that Tom did. It was, I think it was a Bucknuts one, right? It just sounds like Ohio State, it wasn't anything that happened. It was just not sure he wanted to stick with his commitment, decommitted. Sounded like Georgia for a while would be the leader. Now sounds like Nebraska might well be the leader. And it sounds like Ohio State just said, look, we aren't going to participate. We'd. Don't have to. We're, we're in good shape at quarterback. Georgia has plenty of quarterbacks in the quarterback room. It's not a problem there either, right? Love to have you, but 
we got plenty of quarterbacks who can play ball. Picking out a quarterback with a lot of potential and who can go out and execute, that's not a problem right now. It's not, it's not an issue. And it sounds like there's not some dark secret there. It just sounds like it was just, hey, cool, peace. Go, go pursue your future, which you absolutely have the right to do. So I think that's what, what happened. Also watched some baseball. Had some baseball on yesterday. Arkansas was in extra innings. I lost track. Did they win or lose? I didn't even <laughs> – I, I flipped over to basketball after that because here's what's cool about February, March, and that is – your midweek, your Tuesday, Wednesday baseball games start in some cases. Heck, Tennessee's game started at three my time. Their baseball game, and yeah, the Ole Miss was playing. Uh, Arkansas was playing. bunch bunch of games. Okay, can't name them all. And then you overlap into the basketball that night. The Vandy Kentucky game started at six my time. Remember now, I'm on Central time. Rocky Top is Eastern time. Two different time zones in this state. And then I had that game on. I had the Alabama-Auburn game on. I had – so it's – those are fun. That's when I can transition. That's when I really do enjoy college basketball. Don't enjoy it much until about right now. And it's fun. It's fun. I I wish I had the love back that I used to have when I could pick it up all early December and just passionately follow it all the way through the Final Four. Used to be able to do that all the time. We used to take the show to the Final Four. Took it to San Antonio. Atlanta, that's easy. It's four hours from here. Took it to Atlanta when Florida was winning back-to-back. Been on the road in, in various places for the the final four and enjoyed it. But but I do. I enjoy this time of year, though. Johnny Vegas' Bill Arkansas did win that game in 11 innings. Also, the Louisiana Tech coach, baseball coach, melted down after the game. They Didn't they play Ole Miss? And he was mad about – now, I heard him talking about they didn't tarp the field, could have played it earlier. We offered to come back and play. They they turned us down. I'll have to ask Ole Miss Evie. Dude, dude, I believe it was the Louisiana Tech coach. Now, he's not Bruce, right? I don't know this dude. I don't know his name. But somebody sent me a clip, and this guy was pretty ticked off too in the postgame. Maybe I can find it and send it. Yeah, maybe I can find it and send it to Patton. We can play. We've already played Bruce melting down, which was fantastic. Tell you what, Patton, do me a favor. When we come back, play like it's Monday and play Bruce when we come back after the music bed. Okay? You hear me there, Patton? Maybe. No, I. We're trying to hit this break here, I believe. Anyways, we'll take the break. TJ at the top of the hour. TJ Pittenger, who has been a wonderful addition to the show. 
and also a little bit later, catch. Jeff Catchem. Jeff, too, said yesterday, Bill, it's been a while. It's been a while. Get catch on. It's been a month or so. Looking forward to that. Omni Nashville Hotel. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. Nashville's first curling venue is here at T-Line Nashville. Come check out T-Line Nashville and experience the world's fastest growing winter sport today. Curling is a fun and simple sport that's a perfect outing for friends, corporate events, families, or parties. T-Line also has classic bowling and modern bowling mini games. With over 20 HD TVs, you can come watch your favorite teams and some of the best food and drinks here in Nashville in the large bar and grill area. They also have an outdoor area with a fire pit and you can't forget the live music. T-Line Nashville is a one-stop shop for a great night out. Located at 106 Duluth Avenue and online at tlinenash.com, you can book your party now or give them a call at 615-439-1024. That's 615-439-1024. And make sure you give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook at T-Line Nash for all the news, events, and updates. T-Line Nashville, Nashville's first curling venue is here. At Total Wine and More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals. Get up to 35% off over 100 different wines and spirits, including Cabernet, Sparkling Wine, Single Barrel Bourbon, and so much more. These savings are huge, and even better, they're on top of prices that are already the lowest in town. Deals this good don't last long, so visit Total Wine and More to find yours. Love what you find at the lowest price, only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I just saw a picture of Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon's one of those guys that lived hard, okay? I know. Look, I know. I understand. There's some 
rough, humble miles on that body. Yeah. Some on the field, some off the field. Yeah. Jim McMahon, high mileage. Oh, there's a high, high mileage. High mileage in that vehicle. It is not no. highway miles. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Get closer to Bill King, Again here, Pat. Do you have it ready? Yes. Bruce melting down last night. This is time number three. I, I'm sorry, I can't get enough of this. Bruce was ticked off. Lost in overtime at Alabama last night. Tonight, Bruce. Yep. We played well. We played hard. We should have won the game. Um, very, very disappointing. Um, you know, obviously they made some made some plays. We had a hard time staying in front of them at the end of the day. Um, I'm just sick and tired of our guys getting smashed down there. Smashed! Talk about the, the, the final possession in, in regulation, Coach. Message to your ball club after this one, Bruce. Just, we played hard. It played well. You know, if, if that's the number one team in the country, you know, come on a road, hostile environment. Yeah, but we needed that one to get the NCAA, and we and we didn't get it. Dylan Cardwell's hurt. He's probably not going to play against um, Tennessee because of his injury. We need his physicality. He got he got fouled down there at the uh, uh, in, in, at the end of the game. So, coach, just talk about what what Saturday represents now. Oh, just we'll get ready to play Tennessee. We were, we were incredibly outmanned at the end. Had three, four guys on the bench in foul trouble. Joke! <laughs> Bruce, man, his, his voice held up well there, actually. Bruce ticked off, y'all. Very ticked off. Catch is coming on later. And apparently he was talking about on three. Now, on three has been taking some criticism for their rankings, things of that nature. Shannon Terry is the CEO. Now, Shannon is the one who invented Rivals. Invented 24-7 and now has on three. He sold those two previously for hundreds of millions and now on three. And Shannon's a really good builder, an excellent builder, and he's a good evolver too. 
meaning evolving the industry. You can't just sit still. And that's something he doesn't do. He does not sit still. Now, I don't watch. I watch film of players and I check this and that, but I don't live and breathe every day like I did for many years about the changing of the rankings and the player here or there. I find it interesting. I just don't obsess over it like I used to. I just don't. Just don't. And they've been taking some criticism on three has about either some reporting, various stories, recruiting rankings. Remember they decided, what did they announce a couple of weeks ago, that the industry weighted is going to be weighted differently now and without as much emphasis on the other recruiting sites because that was deemed a shot at them, basically on three Shannon Terry saying, you're just not that good anymore. We don't want to weight you as much in our overall rankings. Which, again, that in that world, that's personal because those are battling entities out there. But the guy that is the godfather of all of this is Shannon Terry. And he has been the best at it from the beginning. He is still the best at it. Yeah, maybe they've got some reporting that went awry. Maybe maybe their rankings aren't as accurate as you think they should be. That could be the case. I don't really care, frankly. Recruiting rankings are important. Stars are important. Getting those players, that's important. But I'm not dying over it every day like some people do. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that as a criticism either. Just saying I just I, I, I enjoy it. It's just not obsessing me like it once did. It obsessed me from, I'd say, the late 70s till about, I'm just guessing, the end of the SiriusXM era. Because remember, we had a national recruiting Guy, sometimes two on for an hour every week. Didn't matter what week it was. Could be during the dead period. It could be during May. Didn't matter. Had someone every Thursday for an hour. And I loved it. I had a blast with it. But at some point in life, it's just obsessing over that stuff just didn't seem to occupy my brain like it did prior. Still, I still find it interesting, and I still will look at film of players. But the day-to-day drum beat changes, decomments, all that stuff. While interesting, it just doesn't obsess me as much as it wants to. I don't know. Transfer portal is pretty interesting too. When we come back, T.J. Pitcher every Thursday he joins us. He'll be with us. If you have any questions for him, post them. We'll get to it. Omni National Hotel. <laughs> 